Welcome to The Teacher's Story. I'm Jackie Scully. This is a podcast to elevate teacher voice. In this program, you will hear teachers sharing their journey into this profession and their ideas for education. I'm kicking it off Teacher Appreciation Week, which starts May 2nd. This is about honest, vulnerable, inspiring storytelling. It's a time and a space for teachers to share their ideas for the future of education. Teachers are beautiful beings who give their heart and soul to their community. They're innovators, they're inspirational, not only to children, but to the people around them. And they deserve to share their voice. So welcome to The Teacher's Story. Enjoy. Hi, welcome to The Teacher's Story. This is Jackie Scully. And today I am starting a new diary entry series. And this is the kickoff episode. There will be a six part series this school year ending in June, 2023. So for this first diary entry series, I will be talking about the beginning of the school year, which is in our area, a post-COVID school year, and sharing some of the things professionally, but also personally of starting a school year and just kind of the um, things that have been going on at school, but also my kind of internal feelings and experiences, and just also want to share some lovely shout outs to some great connections and friends uh, at the end of this uh, episode. So I hope you enjoy. Um, I didn't write this as a diary entry, but I have some talking points. And so it really is just coming from um, an authentic place and genuine um, heart sharing with all of you. So if it's a little clunky, (laughs) bear with me. I'm going to try to make this as smooth but authentic as possible. So thank you for being here today. So the school year starts um, in our area, New Jersey, uh, right after Labor Day. But before Labor Day weekend, um, which is early September, we always have opening meetings. And even before that, we had a department gathering at my home. And it was really special because we haven't been able to have a gathering such as that in a really long time. We also have a new department chair. So it was a nice welcoming in uh, for this new uh, department chair and member of our department, as well as some new teachers we've had in the last couple of years where we haven't been able to gather. So I felt like this was a special time for us to feel like just humans connecting instead of just starting with meetings on that first day. So for me, and I think for many of the members of the department, that was really special. Um, The first days are very, very busy. We pack in a lot of meetings in three days of faculty and staff working days before the school year starts. But the first day was especially, um, I don't know, just really touching and meaningful for me. I entered my classroom after not being in the classroom since the middle of June, which normally I do go back sometime at the middle end of August, but I really just took this summer to, you know, work on my podcast, but also just work on myself and taking that break. I really need it. Um, especially after teaching and during the pandemic and these COVID protocol years. So I came into my classroom and I see this gift bag on my desk and it was from a former student who just graduated, a senior who graduated in June. And it was a Yeti mug with my name on it. And it just lit me up, made me feel so appreciated. It was a lovely letter with that, um, just saying, you know, how much 
the student enjoyed having me as her teacher and also capstone advisor. It was a really great way to just come back to school. There was definitely the butterflies of starting a new school year, but also coming back and everything was not back to normal, but post COVID protocol. So, you know, you didn't know how everyone was going to interact. And it was the first time the whole entire school was gathering together in person in the last two and a half years. Um, so you're nervous. And so to see that special gift was really, um, it almost made me cry. Like it was very emotional. And then right after that, uh, we had a meeting for worship. I'm at a Quaker school. And this was the first time we were having a meeting for worship in the meeting house, which dates back hundreds of years. And it's one of my favorite buildings on campus. I could say it's probably the same for many faculty and staff and even students um, because of the historical um, meaning of this building. And you can, this might sound weird, but you can smell history in the building. I remember going on my interview for this job back in 2018, and I was getting a tour of campus and we walked through this building, I just could smell the history and smell the, the length of time that this campus and this building has been around. And there's just something really special about it. So we haven't been back there um, since 2020, um, you know, and so it's just been really special to gather in this place and sit in reflection with community. Um, from there on out, it was a very busy day with lots of meetings but we had some real spirited um, uh, meetings with about all school strategic plan. We have our mascots, the Fox came out and greeted everyone. We had an all school lunch together. So it was a really great day for community. And then it just was very busy. So you're exhausted too. So the other side of it is you pack in a lot. There's not a lot of time really feeling like you're prepping and getting ready for the school year, but um, you're, you're making it happen. And then you got a nice uh, Labor Day weekend. And we've then kicked off the school year with an all-school picnic, uh, which again, we haven't been able to do in the last couple of years where we're a three-division school. So three pre-K through 12th grade, we invite all the families and students to gather out on our um, lawn in the back, uh, the sports area, and it's a picnic lunch. There's um, just a nice way to gather and talk to everyone and really start the school year that way. And then you come into the school year meeting your new students and I get new advisees, new juniors every year. I have seniors that were juniors last year and it was just nice to see them gather. I thought it would be a little bit more um, kind of nerves, but I think the seniors really welcomed in the juniors. So it was really nice to see them come together as a family. Um, so yeah, the first week, you know, it's exhausting, but it was, it was just so nice to see everyone together you can wear a mask, but it's optional. So having really no mask, no testing protocol, every student and faculty together in community, um, seeing students gather for meeting for worship and gather for assemblies and other special events and clubs and activities and being able to eat lunch together. Last year, they were still able to eat in the dining hall, but it was regulated. Um, so we did have classrooms that were designated as well. So it was just nice to have lunch you know, and take a break and be in the dining hall and be in like spaces together with that. So it feels a little bit about like back before um, all the protocol, but something also new in the air with like wanting to start fresh and, and bring in things that maybe we learned from the pandemic, which is the theme that I've talked about, um, you know, on this podcast. So um, with that, I'm going to go into 
just some of the opening days with my students, one thing I went over with them is that we were on technology a lot. Um, we're obviously going to use that a lot. We have, you know, a smart board. We have their, they have their own computers. Um, we did institute a cell phone policy, which they weren't too happy about, but so far it's been pretty good. Um, putting cell phones away in an area or in like a caddy um, so that we can fully concentrate in class, but using them when we need to use them. So I also went over how um, I would like to institute maybe once a week or once every other week where we're not on devices. And after maybe sharing, I do current events weekly or psych news weekly in my psychology class, we will just be journaling. So I gave them each a composition book um, and they are going to use it as a thinking journal. It's not for a grade. They don't write formally. It's not like I'm looking at technicality or grammar. It's literally to take a break and let's write about something that's really, you know, important, something going on in society, something that's connected to our curriculum or maybe something connected to a current event or psychological aspect that we want to dive into in the psychology class. Um, my other class is world history. So I've actually been doing that for the last few weeks. And at the end of each week after current events or psych news, I give out the thinking journal and I have a prompt for them. Um, something that I thought was really meaningful. And I think many of the students appreciate it this time to talk about this issue is the International uh, Day of Peace, which was um, a week and a half ago through the United Nations. Their theme, they have a theme each year. Their theme is to end racism and build peace. Very big issue, very big goal. You know, easily could say, could that even be possible to end racism and really just be able to build, you know, truly peace throughout the world. So I gave them their thinking journals and had them write about it. And each class had something very different to share. Um, but ultimately, in the psychology class, applied psychological concepts to it. Um, since we do talk about racism and discrimination and building peace um, and the United Nations in our so social psychology unit, which is coming up in a couple weeks. Um, but they had this inspiration of it may not be completely solved. You can't change everyone's mindset, but um, it starts with education. It starts in the home. It starts with advocacy. It starts by having these difficult conversations and critical conversations and having civil discourse and really being able to listen to different perspectives. If we can't do that, then we really can't move forward. Um, and they, they were sharing these ideas and these are you know 16 to 18 year olds. Um, and I had this one student in my psychology class walk away and say uh, that they were really happy they had this time to not only process and write about such a important topic, but also hear what each student had to say and really share their ideas. And I had each student go around and share like one thing that they wrote in their journal. Um, and it's something I wanna institute, maybe on a weekly or biweekly basis, depending on what we're doing at the end of each week. And just uh, maybe even utilizing this when we can spend time outside when it's nice out and journal outside and take in also kind of like our senses and sensory experience and really kind of take deep breaths and kind of meditate a little bit and write and talk and just do some of this kind of old school way of learning and sharing. So um, that's something that was a goal of mine this summer. And I, I started that at the beginning of the school year. And so far it feels like 
it's going well and something that students appreciate, I appreciate too, and just some time off of our computers and devices. Um, back to school night occurred a couple of weeks ago. Again, very long, exhausting week and exhausting day. We're there at school till 9.30 in the evening, but it was our first back to school night um, in person in a couple of years. And just to see parents gather with faculty again and go to each classroom. And one thing we instituted this year um, that was an idea from our administration was to create kind of like a mini lesson, but something interactive where you're not just presenting what the class is about, but getting parents involved. And so I did that with my psychology and world history class where I asked them some opening questions I would ask my students at the beginning of the year. Um, for also the psychology course, I asked them, or I gave them some statements about psychology and they had to see if it was a myth or a reality. And so it was just kind of nice to see like parents also participating and opening up. And I felt that they got a feel for how the classes run and also like what the students would be getting out of each of those courses. Um, but yes, the and almost anywhere around the country, I would say maybe even around the world, the opening uh, weeks of school in September, September is a very long, tiring month. So um, trying to catch my sleep in, on the weekend and utilize some of these uh, breaks and holidays we've been having um, has been, you know, very important. Um, lastly, this past week, before I go into some themes and quotes and some um, appreciation that I want to give to my community, um, is we had, we have intensive learning at our school. And intensive learning is a week where it's right before spring break. So it's in at the end of March. Um, we did have it last year on um, a local and domestic level, um, but for a year and a half, we didn't have really a program at all. And we also have international trips. These are educational trips, they're service trips, they're international, domestic and local in the Philadelphia tri-state area. Um, I was really excited because I've been wanting to plan a trip to Germany, which is a historical cultural trip, mostly centered around World War II and the Cold War for years. So since 2019, I had this idea. And then in 2020, I was co-leading a trip to Prague um, and some other locations. And of course that you know was canceled along with everything else right before we had the shutdown on March 13th, 2020. Um, but at that time, as I was co-leading that trip, I was already working on wanting to plan my own trip that I wanted to lead with other teachers um, the following year. And of course that didn't happen. So we finally got the green light to have these international trips as well. And I've been working with a great educational company called Explorica World Strides. And it's a trip to Germany at the end of March where we will go to Berlin and see the Berlin Wall. Um, Czech Park, Checkpoint Charlie, um, some museums, and then we do some walking tours in other cities like Dresden, Leipzig, and uh, we end in Munich, uh, where we will go to Dachau concentration camp. And centered around that, we will do a meeting for worship, since we have that built into, you know, our school culture and religion, um, and being a solemn kind of Memorial Day you know, having the time to really sit together and have a meeting for worship before and after that um, visit would be really, I think, meaningful and important for us and those students who go on this trip. Um, and then we end with a full traditional German dinner um, and attending a Hofbrau House in Munich. And so I'm really excited about that. Um, it's just something really important to me. Um, also on my 
dad's side um, is German and from Stuttgart, Germany. And it's just been a place that I've always wanted to visit. My family always wanted to visit. Um, and I teach in depth about World War II and the Cold War and the Holocaust in my world history class. So next week, I'll find out what students sign up for that trip. And I'm I'm hoping that maybe I'll have some students who have been in my classes um, attend, but if not, also having that experience with them. So that is something that I'm really looking forward to. So again, September being very exhausting, uh, now coming in October, feeling like I could take a breath, but some really great things to look forward to. So ultimately, it's been um, an exhausting, tiring start to school. Being all back in person with all the activities is fun and great, but it is it is tiring. And you forgot that, you know, in the last two and a half years. But there's been a buzz. There's been an energy. Students have really been enjoying being around each other in person and having some of these cultural and community events again. Um, and just being able to gather for lunch with faculty and in our faculty meetings together in person, meeting for worship. Um, it's really nice to just have that that sense of kind of real school again, if you will. I mean, we did have school the last two and a half years, but um, in that way, and I think that's what was missing and what was really draining on many teachers and faculty and students over the last couple of years. It just felt like we lost all of that specialness that makes school what school is really about. And I'm very, I wanna say I'm very fortunate to be at this place because I know this is not the same in every place around our country or even the world. Um, and I do honor the stories I share on my podcast that teachers who need to make difficult decisions to leave the profession or maybe leave and go to another school or another place because maybe they didn't have that support or that sense of community or sense of um, real joy that they were missing. So I want to honor that too, because that is real, real still within our country. And there's a lot that we still need to work on and change and reform. And even at like the micro level, you know, instituting these little things in the classroom, but I would love to see long-term really adjusting the schedule where we can build in more collaboration and project-based learning and not so many classes maybe in a day and having more holistic education. So those are the things I promote on this show and podcast and um, internally trying to kind of keep those uh, ideas going. Um, so some themes for me and coming into the school year and just in my profession in general is really a couple of things. Balance, peace, and surrender. And I have some quotes I'm going to read in a little bit that I've been sharing um, in my communities online over the last few months. Um, Work-life balance is important. It's important for everyone, but I stress this in education because I think often teachers overburden themselves. Very difficult sometimes to create boundaries, um, knowing when to get off the computer, knowing when to get off your email, when the school day is over in the evening, um, as much as you can, not taking work home, building it into the day and having time and transparency to say like, it might take me a little bit longer to grade this assignment or get to this because, you know, I do have other things going on in my life. I think communication, transparency is key for balance. We need to have balance or you will burn yourself out. Not every person in every school, I realize, has control over that. But you do 
have control over your own uh, work-life balance and what you want to say no to and what you want to say, I need boundaries here. So that's something that I think is a big thing. Patience. Patience has been my mantra and theme since the beginning of 2022. I have had to work on that. I am not uh, naturally a patient person. I am as a teacher, um, but in my home life and in just the areas of my life in general, I think patience with transitioning, patience with coming into a new school year or a new time post COVID protocol and seeing how things transform, seeing how things will go. And there's always going to be um, growing pains. There's always gonna be things that are challenging. There's always gonna be things to work on. Having grace in this process for yourself and for others I have recently really thought about the other perspectives in schools, not just the teacher perspective, but the administrator perspective, right? The parent student perspective. We're all part of this together and we have all gone through this time um, with similar and different challenges. And I think giving each other grace and continuing to do that, because I know we were doing that a lot in the beginning of COVID, but to continue to do that in this post kind of COVID protocol coming kind of out of the pandemic time is key. So having patience with ourselves, with each other and having grace. So balance, patience, I would throw in grace. And lastly, surrender, um, surrendering to this moment, um, knowing that it's all about growth. It's all about the journey and following your intuition and following what your heart and soul is saying and knowing when you need to just be quiet and go inward and really take things in and kind of like, again, take that time and have that patience and knowing when you need to make decisions for yourself and um, see when you might need to make change in your life. So there's this quote that I've shared in my online communities that I'd like to read and give credit to. Um, it's very powerful. It, it hit me when I heard this on a podcast and I wrote it up on my um, board that I have up in my working, my work office at home. Surrender doesn't mean do nothing or give up. It means melt into something higher. And this was said by Grace Abbott on um, Expanded Podcast, which is part of the To Be Magnetic Community, which I have become part of this past year and working through some workshops on that um, since uh, January of 2022. So I want to give credit to her. It's a beautiful quote. I'm going to say it one more time uh, for it to kind of sink in. And it's something I'm coming back to, even though I wrote it back in like May or June. Um, and it's up on my board. So I often look at it and reference it, but it's something I'm coming back to now coming in the fall and winter and kind of a busy, crazy time of the school year, but now coming, coming into like a quiet time. Surrender doesn't mean to do nothing or give up. It means melt into something higher. So thank you, Grace Abbott, um, with that beautiful quote that was said on the Expanded podcast. This is really meaningful and something I just wanna kind of sit with. Another word that I wrote up on my board that came, uh, that was shared with me is a South African word and it was shared from my connection and friend through LinkedIn community, Edom Spiel, and he, shared this word Ubuntu, um, I hope I said that right, Ubuntu, 
And it means I am because you are. And I love that. And thank you, Edom, for sharing that with me. Um, we are here and we're doing the work that we're doing because of our community. So because of you, because of the people in front of us, because of the people we care about and we connect to, we continue to do the work that we want to do. Or we go in a different direction and we do other work that's more meaningful to really shape and give back to those communities. So that is something that I've been coming back to as well. Um, another quote, and this was said by Dr. Jay Rodriguez on his TED Talk, The Power of Solidarity. And this was said from his mentor, which he has talked about on not only that TED Talk, but um, on the podcast, The Life Shift, which is another good LinkedIn uh, connection and friend of mine, Matt Gahuli. Um, and Dr. Jay Rodriguez said, uh, quoted his mentor, what is not so clear to the many is oh so clear to the few like you. And I've been coming back to that as well because it's this sense of awakening um, and really feeling like you are getting hit with clarity. Um, and if not yet, again, surrendering and sitting in this moment and just knowing it's okay to just keep kind of going through the motions and being in these quiet times for that clarity to come through. So that's really been kind of coming back to me. And the last quote I had actually written down a long, long time ago before I started kind of this whole process in 2022 of going inward, doing these workshops, connecting with people on LinkedIn, building this podcast. And it's kind of like the beginning of all of this kind of clarity and opening and reflection. And this is a quote by Eckhart Tolle, brilliant, brilliant quote. I'm sure you, some of you might've heard of this before. Be at least as interested in what goes inside as what happens outside. If you get the inside right, outside will fall into place. And I truly believe that. I have seen that already on this journey that I've been on through this year. Um, I just recently posted on LinkedIn about going inward and coming into the season of fall and winter that I used to dread, uh, especially coming into winter because it's just so cold and I'm in the Northeast and it's quiet, it's dark. It's not really exciting besides the holidays, but I actually really look forward to it now because I know this is when I will have this space and time to really be going inward and sitting and being quiet. And so what you do inside of you and what you do internally um, if you do that work and you really kind of have that time for peace and surrender and reflection, it will transform the outside of your life. And it can transform without it looking so different to other people. Doesn't mean necessarily a new location, a new job, a new partner, unless you need to leave those things. Um, it could just look like the perspective you have now is now it's allowing you to just see your life in a whole new way and maybe even have new connections and new experiences that you wouldn't have had before. So part of this too that I shared in this post was shedding and fall is all about shedding and our leaves are starting to change here in the Northeast, which I love I love this time of year with the, the leaves changing colors. And it's shedding what doesn't suit you anymore, what doesn't serve you anymore in your life and getting ready for that quiet introspection of the winter 
and ready for that spring to bloom and be anew. And so I'm looking forward to all of this kind of seasonal transformation outwardly in the in nature and also inwardly in myself. So that's kind of where I'm at at this beginning of the school year. And I will be sharing much more as we go through the six part series. Um, my next one will be after Thanksgiving where I will end season one on November 27th. And I will share not only continual experiences at school but also the first season of this podcast and reflecting on each of my guests. Um, by that point, I will have uh, 31 episodes. So I'll have lots to share and reflect upon. Um, then I will have another diary entry series on January 1st to kick off the next season, season two, and to celebrate the new year. I'm really looking forward to 2023. I think it's going to be a really great year. Um, and then I will have another one in April after our IL trip to Germany and spring break to share about that experience. And then in May, um, for a one-year anniversary podcast episode since I kicked this podcast off on May 1st of 2022. The last one will be on June 11th, which is the day after our um, high school graduation at our school. So for the end of the school year and to reflect on the whole school year and just really this whole process also with the podcast. So thank you all for being here with me today. I really enjoyed sharing um, this diary entry series episode with you and sharing a little bit more about my school year and everything that um, kind of my internal reflections. I want to give some shout outs before I formally end this episode. So the beginning of a school year is also very bumpy. It's very exhausting. You need a lot of support. And I am very fortunate in my life to have a lot of support in my family, in my friend group, but also within these online communities. So First and foremost, I want to definitely thank my husband. He has been my biggest cheerleader. He is there from all the ups and downs, all the hard days, all of the celebratory days. And I couldn't do any of this between just even my job and also this podcast and other endeavors without him. So thank you so much. I love you so much. Um, my family, they're always there for me, um, supporting me. And it's been really special to share this podcast journey with them as well. So thank you to my family, um, and some good friends in my life that are always constantly supporting me as well, as well as many of my LinkedIn connections. Um, I have many thank yous for so many of you in the, especially the LinkedIn community, but for this particular time in September where there's been, um, some, you know, real, like, again, up and down and stress and feeling some health things and just needing to kind of reach out to some of those great connections. Um, Casey Tench, I want to thank, she was recently on the podcast and is a beautiful spirit. And I really honor her because I think that we share a lot, um, just in our vision and the way that we reflect on life. And I'm really excited to meet with her again, coming up soon. As I mentioned before with the word Ubuntu, um, Inam Spio, thank you so much. You've been such a great connection. I share so much with you personally and professionally. And um, again, I couldn't do any of this without you. Same with Joel Felsenstein. He has been a wonderful help and support with editing the video for the YouTube channel, as well as con a constant friend, uh, sharing both of our work that we're doing and his work with Rockstar X. Um, 
I would like to also thank Calvin. He is a recent connection and we finally met and uh, Calvin Lawrence, and he has always been a big cheerleader for me because he reaches out on a daily basis, just checking in and saying like, have a great day. And it's just a great um, joy. So thank you so much. Sally and Hope, the other co-founders of the teacher circle, really big support, particularly trying to keep this going with the teacher circle at a busy, busy time. We've all been very busy and um, especially, you know, wanting to really be there for each other and for this community. Um, Judith Musa, who I recently had on the show as well. I am so excited for her and her work. Um, she's now a student at the UN um, University in Germany, and she's just also been such a bright light and great joy in my life. And also Patsy, uh, Patsy Coy, she's constantly like a big sister to me, a mentor. Um, she will be back on the show as well. She was on earlier for her own episode and she'll be back on with some other guests um, through this season and next season. And just as constant kind of inspiration in two different ways, Dr. Subra and Dr. Uh, Jay Rodriguez, very inspirational with their posts, their words, they're brilliant. Um, they just keep me wanting to, you know, keep thinking on a higher level and reflecting on our higher level. So thank you. And Matt and Nikki for my uh, podcast inspiration. They again, create beautiful podcasts um, with stories that connect us with Nikki and Matt with the Life um, Shift podcast. They're wonderful. They keep going and they keep me inspired. So thank you to everyone in my community. I wouldn't be here doing all of this work if it wasn't for all of you. And I look forward to sharing more in the next diary series entry. So again, thank you for listening to the teacher story. Bye. Have a great day.